Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast. I'm Hayden. This is Mitch, and this is episode 50. Mitch, how's it going? It's going good, man. Episode 50, first of the year of 2022. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. We've we've had, I was looking back, we have probably about two weeks since our last one, but we knew it'd be a little uh a little challenging over the holidays and stuff. But yeah, it's uh 2022. Our first uh we got a new number in front of our episodes, which is pretty cool. Um, episode 50 and um, it is it's it's exciting it's 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 been over a year now technically right because our first one was our first one was new year's eve of it, w- it was 2020 right so right yeah so we just hit a we just hit a year for the podcast and and now we're putting out our 50th episode which is pretty sweet so <clears throat> if you've been following along thanks for doing that this is uh this is something fun that we just kind of wanted to do to to have an excuse to maybe just chat a little bit more together and it kind of just turned into something that we try to do on a on a weekly basis we don't always stick to that but we try our best to so we have a couple social media platforms uh facebook instagram at hill pursuit so follow that stuff if you're not already we have the website hillpursuit.com where you can check out uh, the daily blog, um, and all the links to other podcast episodes, which stream on Spotify, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. So thanks for checking all that stuff out. If you want to shoot us an email, hillpursuit at gmail.com. You can do that too. Start a conversation, ask a question, and um, we'd love to, to get a little bit more involved with you. And, and thanks for listening. So <clears throat> anyway, we have a little bit, I guess we kind of have a lot to talk about without even really realizing it, but how was Christmas? How was the new year? You know, it feels like, you know, we missed, it's only been about two weeks, but we missed a lot of like life events in that time. Yeah, I know a lot has gone on since in those two weeks. It was good, man. I can't, um, can't complain whatsoever. Um, it was nice. Um, it's hard to leave. It's, after all the like Christmas and New Year's, I still can't believe we're, that's that stuff's behind us already. Um, kind of came and went. I mean, I feel like it does every year, but um, yeah, it just it flew. How about you? Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. Um, yeah, it did. It went really fast, and we have we have family in different different directions, so we've just been traveling like crazy people, and we actually. We actually just celebrated Christmas with my side of the family um, two days ago. So, because we haven't seen them, um, we didn't see them around Christmas because we went to my wife's side of the family for Christmas. And then we had a little bit of a anniversary trip. Remember, we went to Amish mm-hmm. country and um, yeah, so, so we've just kind of been like running around like crazy people for a few weeks and um christmas was cool it was really weird it was it was warm it wasn't really cold there wasn't any snow it was kind of strange we have some snow now but well we don't right now but we did in the past few days um and we drove through a little bit yesterday but 
Um, looking back through uh, notes from the last show, I'm reminding myself that I did Orange Theory. Do you remember me talking about Orange yeah, Theory? Yeah, I'm actually looking at my notes pulled up too. Dude, it was actually awesome. Mm-hmm. I was like thoroughly impressed on many levels. Um, That's good. Yeah, really was. Um, and I, I mean, I'm probably a little critical, I guess, you know, just because we have some experience with this stuff, but the coaching was really, really good. And that was one thing I was super critical of because I, I hate in gyms or spaces or classes or whatever, when the um, coach to athlete ratio is just like ludicrous, you know, when there's like 30 athletes and one coach or something silly like that. And there were probably 20 participants in, uh, in the Orange Theory class and one coach, but it was very structured and organized. And everyone, I mean, aside from me, it seemed like everyone <laughs> knew what they were doing. Like they were, they were typical participants. So I, I'd be curious to see how they, how they operate if they have 20 brand new participants and nobody has a clue what they're doing. But um, obviously I, you know, I could follow along enough that I, I was fine, but it was really unique. Like there were, three separate, you know, they call them little stations of rowing, running. And then there was like a, they called it a, a weights section or station. Mm -hmm. It really was just like body weight movements, um, with a little bit of resistance. So, um, there was like a core portion, you know, things like burpees, which was cool. Um, just basically like body weight conditioning is what, that's what I would call it. They called it weights. There were weights over there, but we didn't really push any resistance or anything. I'm sure that mm-hmm. they do some days, but, but anyway, so that was really standard. And then the, the rowing and the running was actually a lot of fun and they structured it really well. I didn't think it would be like coached really well, but it was cool. I liked it a lot. And um, the running, you know, there was a couple different sections. They'd give you, it's kind of like an RPE scale from zero yeah. to 10 where you're rating your exertion, I guess, or rating your, um, the energy you're expending. And they tell you, okay, get to an eight out of 10 on this one. And for the last 30 seconds, try to get to a 10 out of 10 or, you know, something like that. And it's pretty neat because your heart rate is up on the screen and you can see it next to everybody else's. And it's kind of like a little, competition and can you get your heart rate to get into this color Mm -hmm. of course the the syntax for the for heart rate is probably just generic and like um you know 220 minus your age there's your max heart rate which yeah right it's not i mean it's not wrong it's it's not inaccurate it's just not as accurate as um you know finding an actual maximum maximum heart rate but I was just like thoroughly impressed. The coaching was cool. The place was beautiful. Like everything seemed like it was like top of the line equipment. Um, everything was clean. I mean, the, the coach was really thorough with explaining everything. Um, the timing of how, you know, getting, getting two stations to warm up while they're explaining to the third. I mean, everything just kind of flowed really, really well. Um, I loved it. 
loved it. Sweet. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely something that if I, um, if I had, <laughs> I have an, I put enough money into fitness on a monthly basis. If I had enough, uh, expendable income and wanted to do it like once a week or, or close to that frequency, I a hundred percent would, um, because it's, it was like relatively low impact and it was just a great conditioning session. Um, of course, that's something, if you have the tools, you can mimic it on your own. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a lot of fun. I went with my father-in-law, which is great. Um, he's getting into exercise. He's been doing orange theory on and off. And honestly, I think for, uh, for people who don't program, don't have, not that he doesn't have a clue, but you know, for people who don't, who aren't in this world, if you tell them to start exercising, they're probably just going to throw sneakers on and try to walk, try to run more, you know, they wouldn't really know what to do in the weight room. That's kind of the, the kind of person that he is. And he needs someone to kind of hold his hand. And there's a lot of people like that. A lot of people, if you're not in the industry, you're not in the field and someone tells you to exercise more, you're probably not going to have a clue what to do in the weight room. Or yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Exactly. And, mm -hmm. and it's perfect for him. It's, he loves it. It's great. He has someone giving him a great workout. And I was telling him, I was like, this is, this is great for you. You don't have to think about what you need to do for your training. You get a little bit of resistance with the body weight stuff. The rowing is somewhat anaerobic. The, there's a lot of cardiovascular portion. I was like, you're getting, you're getting a little bit of everything here. This is great for you. You know, and um, like I said, it's great conditioning. You get out of it, what you put into it. Um, I'm sure. And, and, you know, there's people in there who, if they don't want to get, if they don't want to go hard, you don't have to go hard. You know, you can power walk on the treadmill instead of run or sprint. Um, it was really unique. I liked it a lot and it is kind of expensive. Of course you have to buy like a, you have to buy like a three day pass. So, you know, I'm, I'm putting an easy 60 bucks into getting a three day pass, which is what it is. I'll, I'm going to do it two more times so I can use it, but um, it was cool. I, I was pleasantly surprised, really enjoyed it. There's none close to me. So it's probably only something I would do on occasion when I'm out visiting um, my wife's side of the family in Ohio. But yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really neat. And I think it's like a, it's an, it got my, got my brain thinking about, actually, you know, like what, uh, you know, some, some important reminders or tips, honestly, uh, for people as we head into the new year, because I don't know about you and your circle, but I get a lot of like in my circle of family, friends, colleagues, students, all kinds of, um, circles, I guess. But I, I see a lot of like, fad diets and committing to exercise programs and you know all kinds of crazy stuff once the new year turns right yeah i mean we know that that's a thing i don't know if you see a lot of that but i don't know i was my brain was just kind of thinking you know what are some tips that maybe we could remind people of for getting into some of this, some of this stuff that always happens around the new year. I don't know. What do you think about that? <clears throat> yeah. You know, I'm not a new year's resolution person. 
whatsoever. Um, you know, I, when you say New Year, I automatically go back and I think of college, dude, and like your first week back and you would go back into the gym and it would be like packed and it would be like that every New Year's, like your first week back from, from break and, you know, and it would last maybe about two, three, four weeks and then it would drop off again. It was like a cycle. Um, and, uh, you know, I think people that are trying to, and dude, this is just me talking, you know, I'm not, I'm just experience of what are, what I try to do or what I think could be right. And, um, you know, people will just jump full, full bore onto something. They'll go, you know, from living like a totally sedentary lifestyle, eating like total garbage. And they'll just like flip it, say, I'm going to train seven days a week. And they're going to, um, you know, not eat any junk food. You know, that's, that's, you're, you're setting up, you're, you're not putting yourself up for success at that point. You know, I think if you're going to start like a new year's resolution, I want to start exercising. I want to start eating right. I want to start taking care of myself. I think this is for anything, you know, you got to evaluate where you are right now, where you were. And then just like anything else, you got to start chipping away at that goal. So, Hey, Maybe I had, maybe I never trained, you know, but now I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to walk three days a week. And, you know, two of my meals every day are going to be very good. And, you know, you kind of got to give yourself that buffer and you're not just going to become who you want to be in a matter of a week. That's, that's not how it works. And it's going to take a process. It's going to be hard and it's going to be slow. And I think that people just try to make it the change super fast. And I think that's why you see people there two, three, four weeks and they realize this isn't sustainable and then it's over. Yeah. I feel the same way. And I've, I've seen that in gyms, you know, I've, I've seen it in some people in some circles that I'm in and it's, it's, it's somewhat mind blowing. Like the psychology behind the new year coming around and like going from essentially trying to go from zero to a hundred is just, it's wild to me. Like there's so many people and you're right. That time frame, yet you even gave three to four weeks is probably even long. These people, like the people who go zero to a hundred probably can't sustain it for more than two weeks, you know? And yeah. it's, if you're someone who's who hasn't exercised at all in 15 years and you get a gym membership on January 1, I mean, you can't try to go five to six days a week. You just can't. Uh, it's yeah. not it's not going to happen. You're not setting yourself up for success. I mean, even just anecdotally, like not even professionally, I like people will ask or tell me, Hey, I'm doing this, or I want to do this. What do you think? Or, I mean, if you're not doing anything, I, my opinion is you have to start with like two days a week. Now, yeah. you know, there, we're part of these organizations that kind of define what active is and what's healthy in terms of like minimums and, and standards and stuff. Two days a week is not it, right? We know that two days a week is not enough even to just maintain health and fitness, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're going from zero, you can't go to five days a week. You can't. You can't go from zero to five. It's um, relative. 
to where you were. Yeah, it's relative. So you're going to see improvements if you just go from zero to two days a week. Right. And, mm -hmm. and then that's quickly going, you're quickly going to flatline because two days a week, as we know, is not enough for maintenance of health. So you're going to have to go from two to three and then three to four and then four to five, you know, and it doesn't have to be 90 minute sessions, but you have to start very, very small. And the, the improvements that you do make, like you said, have to be relative to where you are, what you've been doing, um, and, and just not aiming too big. A lot of people want to essentially like skip the hard stuff and skip yeah. the, the, um, like skip the transformation that has to happen. Like if you're someone who doesn't exercise, getting, getting to a person who exercises five to seven days a week, is just as much mental as it is physical. Like there's, there's a lot that goes into creating the habit of moving and exercising every single day. It's not, you know, it's not just, okay, I have 30 minutes. So I'm getting on the treadmill. Like there's, there's a transformation that happens in your brain. Don't you think? Absolutely. And you have to let it, you, you, you almost have to forge it in yourself. Like it's not just going to happen. And I think a lot of people quit because they're like, you know, this doesn't feel like it used to, you know, like you, you use the example, haven't trained in 15 years. Okay. So let's, let's keep that person. So they might start thinking, man, this does not feel as good as it used to. I'm not as in good shape as I used to be able to do this with no problem. Obviously you haven't trained in 15 years. That is common sense, you know? Um, and then they're like, Oh, I'm not seeing any improvement or my improvement slow. Yes, that is good. You know, that is, that's what you want. Because if you get on that stage and you go from zero to a hundred, you're going to be, you're, you're going to be sore no matter what. If you start physical training again, after not doing so for a long time, you're going to be sore. That is normal. You're going to be tired. And, and there's going to be bouts where like maybe that where when you are training that you feel as good. I mean, exercising does kick off good things in your body. But other times around that, when you're done, you might be sore and tired and beaten down a little bit. But you don't want to go to the point where you you push yourself that hard where now, OK, I, I literally can't move for like a week. That's and then then, you know, come back to the gym and then that whole cycle starts again. Um, and like you said, it's the, the mind aspect. You're slowly chipping away and making yourself mentally stronger. OK, I'm training two days a week. Awesome. I have the confidence that I can get in the gym two days a week. All right, now maybe I've done that for a month. I'm going to start going three days a week. Okay, now I've been going three days a week. You're putting that in your mind, like, hey, I can accomplish that goal. And you keep chipping away. And it's no different than if the person's extremely like successful in business. Like I always, I always like the example. I don't think there's, a, I don't know if there's a, a quote that goes with it, but it's just kind of anything in life. Like if if you have an angle and you make it to that angle from where you started. And this no, physical training is no different. It's that work that happened from point A to point Z. Like all those other letters in between the alphabet was the work that was getting done. And no one, everyone wants to skip all those other letter, letters and wants to go from the beginning to the end. And, you know, physical training is no different. Yeah, that's a good, good analogy. That's very true. I mean, <clears throat> It's, I think it's really hard to when, um, I guess we can parlay this into uh, diets too, but you go to the gym, you come home, you look in the mirror, 
and you see nothing change, right? And then you do this the next day, you come home, you see nothing change. And that's, I use the mirror example because a lot of people, frankly, go to the gym and exercise because they need to lose weight or they want to get stronger or they want to, you know, whatever. But a lot of, frankly, a lot of our society's influences lead to like aesthetic goals, which is fine. But if, if that's you and you go home, you come to the, you go in front of the mirror oh, look, you look exactly the same as you did yesterday and the day before and before your session today, right? So we, I feel like we live in a world where we want, um, you know, immediate feedback. We need to, like you said, A to Z with, with, uh, without acknowledging or experiencing every other letter of that alphabet and every other stage of the process that comes with actually changing and building uh, like a real habit so you go home you know you go to the gym and come home you don't see a change why would you keep doing it right so a lot of people who don't have that mental capacity to stick with something for the long uh for the long haul they could quit in that time frame that we gave you know that one to two maybe three weeks you're not going to see a change really in that time frame so why stick with it, right? And a lot of people who don't have the knowledge, the background, or even just the support from anybody in their in their circle or in their lives, they're not going to understand that you ha- it's something that you have to do for a long time, you know. And um, I think that's another reason that people change. Uh, that sorry, not that people change. That people quit be- because they don't see a change in the short term, right? We don't have the I I don't, I don't know what, uh, what the actual statistic is, but I do remember hearing recently that our attention span has just dropped significantly in, in like the last like 20 to 30 years. It's, it's unreal that we don't have the attention to stick with something for a long time. I mean, if you're, if you're on social media, like the average length of the videos is getting shorter because in order to fit their ad in, they know you're going to scroll to another video or some, something crazy is happening. Like, um, I remember hearing it recently. I just don't remember the exact, the, like the specifics, but we don't have the attention span to sit through <laughs> minutes of a video to watch. Right. We want to learn everything about the subject area in 10 seconds because we have so much to do and we need to keep going. And uh, the same is the same is with uh, health and fitness, I think, but what do you think about um, diets as it relates to this, you know, call it a New Year's resolution. Um, I'm not sure I've made a New Year's resolution in my adult life, kind of like what you said earlier. I, you know, I can't think of can't think of uh, a resolution that I've made in, in recent in recent years. But I do know a lot of people who go from zero to 100 with food in the same way that that we're talking about it with exercise and physical activity. And I don't know, what about you? What are your thoughts on that? Do you see that a lot? Yeah. Let me preface something too. Um, that doesn't mean like, I'm, I don't ever like evaluate myself or make goals. Like that's something like I'm trying to do all the time, whether it's the new year or not the new year. I think, you know, I evaluate what I'm doing now, where I've been and where I want to go. But the start of the new year just doesn't make it different. You know, I'm trying to do that every day, you know, and, you know, I fail 
and then you pick back up and you re-go. It's just the change of a year just doesn't spark that all over again. And then it dies out to the next new year and, you know, the fire starts again. I think that's something that you got to build a habit and it should be happening every day of your life. You know, um, like I said, you know, you're going to fail and that's where that kind of ties right in with the nutrition. I think it's the same exact thing, man. I do. I think it's all tied in together. If, if you're, if you're someone that maybe you're, let's use another person too. Maybe you're someone that does train a little bit, you know, you kind of, you're okay with your food. You're, you're not even close to where you want to be or where you think you should be. You know, it's the same thing. Um, start chipping away. Um, you know, see, you got, I think you got to iron out exactly where you want to go. I think if you want to say like, I want to get a little bit better. I don't think that's, I think your goal has to be concrete. And um, I think you have to establish exactly where you want to go. Um, because if you're just kind of, ah, I want to get a little bit better, you know, there's nothing to fall back on. There's no why. You know, I think you got to find out the, lay it out, write down exactly what you're trying to reach, what your goal is with food or training. And um, kind of like why you want to do it too. Like not just because everyone else is doing a new year's resolution. So I'm going to, um, and then start, start from there and, uh, and just keep, keep chipping away. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds good. I think we've, um, even, um, in terms of, you know, some classes that I have had and have taught, we talk about goal setting all the time and, mm -hmm. A goal can't be get stronger, right? Because then right. how are you going to work to get stronger? You know, uh, you, you have to be specific. If you if you have an exercise that you want to load more weight on the barbell for, put it down in numbers. You know, if you want your squat to go from 150 pounds to 170 pounds, that's concrete. That's a goal you can work towards. You can put that on paper and hand it to somebody and they can help you achieve that goal because it's tangible. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I think a lot of people also get caught up because their goal isn't concrete, you know, lose weight. Okay. Well, how much weight? Why, why do you want to lose weight? How long do you, you know, do you have 80 pounds of weight to lose? Do you have six pounds of weight to lose? Like there's a lot of different steps to take based on, the actual concrete goal, not just the generic, um, get healthier. What does that mean? Is that food related? Is it physical activity related? Are you, are you quitting cigarettes? You know, what is, what's the actual concrete goal I think is, is really, really important. It has to be measured, something measurable that people can actually work towards. Um, when you were talking, something just came to my head that, a lot of people have the mentality that uh, tomorrow is always day one, you know, and yeah, right. <laughs> I think you spoke to it perfectly earlier that, you know, the new year coming around the, what tip, what typically happens with, with regular people, I'm going to say regular people or like most people is that the new year comes around and they set goals and you know, it's always the new year. Tomorrow's day one. That's just the mentality that people have. But like you said, that needs to become a, a habit that maybe not on a daily basis. I think if you get, you know, if it really does become a habit, you can assess yourself on a daily basis. But it should be something that you're doing multiple times throughout the year. Um, you know, over the winter months, 
a lot of people sit more, they eat more, they drink more, they move less. So maybe over the winter months, you check in from time to time. Okay, am I working towards these goals? Let me actually critique myself and, and be, be mindful of the habits that I have. Maybe check in on a weekly basis. What can I do this week if I know that I'm going to be traveling or if I know that I'm, I'm off work and I'm going to be at these three parties or, you know, whatever. Check in and make sure that you're still working towards your goals, even though, you know, you're going to deviate a little bit because it's impossible to be perfect. But I think that's a behavior that's really important to have and not just do once a year. You know, don't just set goals once a year, set goals regularly. Um, you know, do this a, a few times a year. Every couple of months, you should be checking in and, and analyzing and critiquing yourself and, and making small changes that help you stay on the path. You know, if it means you need to increase the weight on the bench press because, you, you know, you're, you want to avoid staleness and, and you want to avoid the plateau that comes with training if you're not modifying things modify some things, you know, you're not going to know to do that unless you're critiquing yourself and, um, you know, being mindful of, of what you're doing in the gym and being mindful of what you're putting into your mouth and um, how you're thinking about things. And it just, it is, it's a little bit of everything. And, and, and I think the biggest thing to take home, if you're someone who's listening to this on the couch or, you know, not, not having exercise or not having great food habits just start small. Just make one tiny change, implement it for a week to two weeks, see how it goes, and then reassess, right? Don't wait for the next month to come around to reassess. Just go now. Today can be day one. It doesn't have to be tomorrow, right? Absolutely. And I kind of have one more point too, and it's kind of sparked to me. And um, don't compare yourself to other people. I think that's a big one too. I think people will look at someone else and especially now, dude, like social media and all this, they'll see, Oh, a transformation that happened in 30 days. You know, that is a bad place to be. And I'm not saying we can't have role models. I absolutely have people that I look up to, but dig into who those people are that you're looking up to. Don't look up to the person that, Hey, this was a quick fix in 30 days. Because nine chances out of 10, it's not real. And find the role model that says, hey, um, this is where I want it to be. I, I established my goal here. And I knew this was the work that this was it was going to take. And I busted my butt the whole time to get where I wanted to be. It's a process. Find a good role model that says, hey, it's going to take work. It's just going to take grinding it out until you get to where you want to be. I think that's a good one, especially now with the New Year's. I think people look at all the social media and do the fitness industry is probably the worst for like quick fixes, um, I would have to say. And it's like, yeah, don't get caught up in the scams. If, if it's not, if you're, if you're not seeing results in 30 or if you're not seeing what you want in 30 days, but you're, you're improving a little bit, you're in the right direction and just keep grinding it out, making small changes over the course of time and and forge your own path. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> we could go down a, a humongous rabbit hole of the fitness industry on social media, but um, I just mean comparing your, I don't, yeah, don't, no, you, don't be you're yourself. 100, you're a hundred percent. Right. I mean, it's, 
the the keeping up with the Joneses mentality and comparing yourself to others is dude, it's, it's just like cancerous for people sometimes. And, you know, those, most of that marketing on quick fixes and fad diets and workout programs in 30 or 60 days, you're right. Most of it's fake. It's not, most of it's not real. Um, or it's, or it's conducted in like a bubble where people don't have to work for 60 days or something crazy, you know, like everybody has, most people have, uh, you know, like a nine to five job, right? Well, some of those fitness fads and, and quick fixes put people in bubbles where they just train all day or something, you know, it's it's not, it's not reality. It's not, uh, it's not a real recipe for improvement. So yeah, I think that's another really good, um, little tip, I guess, um, or carrot, I guess, to, to give people as we kind of wrap up here is definitely don't compare yourself to other people definitely avoid that um, interaction and avoid that comparison on social media because you're not going to see a lot of accurate depictions. Um, you're <laughs> most people don't use social media for the bad stuff. They use it for the good stuff, right? So they're not going to post the, um, <laughs> the failures as much as you're going to see the successes or, right or, um, you know, fake successes. Sometimes you'll hear conversations about failures along the way or struggles along the way. Right. But, um, you're going to see, you're going to see a, and you're going to see Z back to that analogy. You're not going to see the rest of the alphabet. You're going to see a, and you're going to see Z and the, you know, even if they describe the rest of the alphabet, sometimes, um, you're still only going to see the first and the last, and then your brain is going to kind of trick you and say, well, this is how it happened. And this is what it should be like. So avoiding that comparison, I think is another mm-hmm. really, really good um, tip to, to kind of head into the new year and develop um, working, um, working habits and practical habits and um, real concrete goal setting strategies that can actually work not just once the year comes around every year, but a couple times throughout the year or every couple months and just kind of reassessing yourself. So, yeah, I think that, I think that was a good point. You got anything else? That's all I got. Yeah, that was a really good one. So, you know, the new year has come and gone already. It is kind of crazy how fast it's happened, but do your best to not get caught up in this, um, um, in this, uh, comparison game, don't get caught up in the quick fixes, the fad diets. Hopefully you took something from, uh, some of these little tips and strategies, but don't do it all at once. It's a very long and slow process. Um, consider it a, uh, like a crock pot meal, right? (laughs) It's low and slow. It's not going to happen. Um, what's the other one? The Instapot, right? You know what the Instapot is? (laughs) <laughs> i don't think yeah. i do well it's it's something that like you you throw food in and it just like it fries it super super fast i don't, I don't know exactly about it but there's something called an instapot i don't know but definitely go with the crock pot mentality it's not it's not going to happen overnight um f- surround yourself with people too who are realistic about that you know because if you if you're surrounded by people who have the tomorrow is day one mentality, then tomorrow will always be day one. So, um, 
make today day one, go do it today, start now, start small, be realistic. And of course, if you have questions, please reach out to us. That'd be awesome. We'd love to help you if we can. Um, and uh, you can you can shoot us an email or find us on our social uh, social media platforms at Hill Pursuit, hillpursuit at gmail.com. Hit up the website too. You can always, you can actually message us through the website too, hillpursuit.com. So um, check it all out, follow us. We would love to help as many of you as we can. So send us questions, send us feedback. And we hope you guys have a great start to 2022. This was episode 50 and we will be back for more. We love doing this. Thank you guys for listening. And we